The following is an exclusive presentation of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. It's time for BYU Women's Soccer, live on the new skin BYU Sports Network. This is Cougar Pre-Match Live. Coming up, we'll hear from head coach Jennifer Rockwood and we'll get a look at today's starting lineups. Let's begin our coverage of BYU Women's Soccer and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. number one team and defending national champions, the Stanford Cardinals. Stanford coming in on a 24-game win streak during which the Cardinals have dominated their competition to the tune-up, no joke, 90 goals scored and only seven goals allowed. I'm your play-by-play commentator, Greg Rubel, with me for match analysis and back with me, former all-conference player for the Cougars, Paige Barker. And Paige, as you're well aware, uh, Jen Rockwood always challenges her team in the non-conference portion of the schedule. And she has certainly loaded up this season's slate. BYU just got done with back-to-back-to-back road games, including games at Nebraska, out of the Big Ten, number eight, Texas A&M, out of the SEC, and from one top ten team to another. Now number one, Stanford here at Southfield. What a great opportunity for the Cougars on what should be an energized evening here in Provo. You said it, Greg. This is an amazing opportunity. It literally is like every player's dream to be playing the number one team on their home field, home opener. The field looks amazing. The crowd is going to be awesome, I'm sure. They just need to feed off that energy and take it to Stanford because this is going to be a beast that BYU hasn't seen in a while. And it's going to be a challenge, but man, it's going to be amazing. Coming up after the break, we'll hear from BYU head coach Jen Rockwood as BYU women's soccer coverage continues live from Provo on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Rematch live. It's time to get the scoop on today's match from head coach Jennifer Rockwood. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Welcome back to Southfield here in Provo, Utah. BYU and the nation's number one team, the Stanford Cardinal. Cougars coming in 1-1-1 one, one, and one on the year. The Cardinal are 2-0 by a combined scoreline of 10-1 so far. They've won 5-1 and 5-0 over UC, uh, rather USF and UC Davis in inverse order. For BYU head coach Jen Rockwood, tonight's game is a chance to uh, get the Cardinal at South Field for the first time in a long time. The last two meetings have both come at Stanford's home pitch, both resulting in 2-1 Cardinal wins. This year's Stanford side coming in on a roll, 24 straight wins, including a victory in the 2017 NCAA championship match in our pre-match preview. Now, brought to you by Zions Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. I asked Jen how this season's first three games have prepped her team for tonight's tall task. You know, I just think it's exciting, um, kind of the momentum and the positive vibes that the team feels right now. Um, you know, getting a win at Fullerton on a PK when we probably should have scored nice and early, uh, I, I thought showed a lot of fight and a lot of resiliency. Um, and then going to Nebraska, you know, kind of being a deer in headlight for the first half, uh, but then totally recovering, uh, getting back, grinding it out, getting a result there, and then going into probably one of the most memorable away experiences I've, I've ever had a, a part of. Um, and to do what we did against, you know, A&M, um, a team that is so good and, and uh, ranked ninth in the country and, and to do what we did, even though we didn't score, uh, just really pleased with where they are. And so we can, I think because of that, go into the Stanford game with the expectation, expectation of we're not, we're not just here to see how, how we can play against Stanford. We're, we're, we're here to get a result. We're here to attack. We want to win this game. And, um, and I think we can go in with that realistically based on how we've played over the last month. And at Texas A&M, you probably could have reasonably expected to have scored a goal or two. Yeah, I mean, 
the execution of our game plan, the girls were phenomenal. They, they did what we had talked about. We, we have some really dangerous individuals um, at different spots, and, and we just need to take advantage of that. How can we get them in those situations? And you saw Lizzie and Bing uh, just tear it up on the sideline. Um, you saw Elise and Sid get a lot of good touches, a lot of good looks. You know, Kayla, um, you know, she's playing such great soccer right now. We need to find her a little bit more. And, and so we just have a, I, I feel a lot of great attacking players, even though the goals haven't come yet. I think everyone believes that they're going to come and we'll keep working on it. But uh, it's exciting um, this time of year. I think, you know, this time last year, kind of panic had set in a little bit uh, because we hadn't, we played a tough schedule, didn't get results. And even though, you know, we would have liked to, you know, won our last two games, I, I think there's more of a sense of maturity more of a sense of, hey, we're building and we're, we're getting ourselves in a better shape to continue to, to be our best. Speaking of building, your highest rated or highest stat rated player by certain indexes at, uh, at A&M was Michaela Coulihan. She and her former Davis High School teammate, Olivia Wade, mm-hmm. form a really nice spine there at the 10 and the 6. Even though they're both relatively young, you mentioned the word building. You've got a great future between Liv and and Kayla there in the middle of your lineup. Uh, There's no question that they've done a phenomenal job. And and Kayla just, you know, she missed a lot of last year as a freshman. Um, And she's so much further along right now and has really been kind of the leader in our attack. And even though she's young, we've told her she's got to take control out there. We've got to find her the ball because she's so dangerous. She can do it on her own, but she also has such great vision. She can find people. She can find seams she's got a great shot she's good in the air so many great qualities but we're asking Kaylin Liv to do a lot more you know we've last few years we've played with three midfielders uh, now we're only playing with two and so they have more decisions to make they have more room uh, to cover uh, more field to cover and more responsibility and just been really impressed with how they've played so far and how they're anxious to learn they're anxious to get feedback and I'm, I'm really excited to see them play mm-hmm. against Stanford. What can you say about Stanford? Stanford is just such a dominant team. Paul has just done an amazing job ever since he got there. You know, they, they get great players. There's no doubt they have a tremendous amount of talent. But, you know, it's, it's not always about that. And, and their program has figured out a way to incorporate all of these great, talented girls into a team environment that has been so dominant over the last few years and you know last year they they kind of put it all together with an amazing attack they've always been great possession they've always you know been dominant but haven't scored as much as much consistently and and that's what they did last year so mm-hmm. we're, we're very aware of their power and their attack and their players they are the leading goal scorer in the country on their team they were the leading goal scoring team in the country mm-hmm. as well as the national championships yeah. by ways in my opinion watching them play a lot last season trying to learn from them you know they're they're an amazing team but it's nice to go into a game playing someone like that with the expectation of we need to go do what we're capable of, and we want to make them uncomfortable on our home field, and that's the game plan. That's the thing, home field. I've yeah. been, since, I, since I've been with you, we, we've played them a couple of times, both on their pitch. You get them at South Field now. Yeah, I think I've played Stanford probably at least five or six times at Stanford. Yeah. Um, we've played them here once, had quite a great result um, many years ago in the NCAA tournament. So it's time for us to add another great result here at Southfield against Stanford. All right, good luck in that effort, Jen. Thank you. We'll talk to you post-match. All right, thanks, Simon. All right, that is BYU head coach Jennifer Rockwood. Coming up next, our pregame coverage continues, including a conversation with freshman midfielder Olivia Wade. You are listening to BYU Women's Soccer on the new skit, BYU Sports Network. Broadcast booth for our pre-match interview. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
Good evening once again from Southfield on the BYU campus in Provo. Home opener for the BYU Cougars. Number one stand for the opposition. The first game of a two-game weekend homestand with Idaho State here at Southfield on Saturday. I'm Greg Grubel, joined by former BYU women's soccer standout Paige Barker, and you are tuned in on the new skin, BYU Sports Network on BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143 on satellite, ESPN 960 in Utah County and BYURadio.org. BYUcougars.com, ESPN960sports.com, as well as the BYU Radio, the BYU Cougars, and the ESPN960 apps. We are now three games into the 2018 regular season for BYU with a win, a loss, and a draw. BYU's off to a decent start, particularly considering that the Cougars have played all three games away from home. Paige, as you saw when you played against this 2018 team in the alumni game a few weeks back, and this is an exciting group. Uh, they perhaps haven't finished as many of their looks as they would have liked to so far, but the looks are there. And as this season goes along, I think we're going to see a conference championship contender. Early signs, I think, are pretty encouraging. I, I completely agree with you, Greg. And I was very impressed against Texas A&M with their energy. They had a lot of shots. The problem is that they weren't enough on goal. And tonight, I hope they have the same energy. But the thing is, is they're not going to have as many chances against Stanford just because this is a very high caliber team. So whenever they do get a chance, they need to capitalize on it because they're going to be very few. All right, time now for our pre-match player interview. And tonight is a conversation with the freshman holding midfielder, Olivia Wade, who committed to BYU as a freshman at Davis High School. She's finally here playing in Provo. I asked her how her rookie season is coming along three games into her Cougar career. I think it's been going pretty good. All the girls make me feel super welcomed, so that's been really cool just to finally be here with all the girls that I've known I've going to be playing with for a lot of years. So it's just been super cool to finally be here. On that note, does it feel like you've been part of this program for a long time because you committed so long ago? Yeah, I, honestly, just like coming to all the games throughout the years, like it feels like I've just been a part of the team since, you know, the day I committed. So it's cool to finally just be able to get to Southfield and actually be able to like lace up and stuff. So it's cool. Not every freshman gets a starting role from the get-go. You've jumped into that role, of course. Does that matter to you, mean anything to you, the fact that they trust you enough to put you in a pretty important position as a rookie? Yeah, I'm super honored. Like, the coaches have been giving me a ton of um, instructions of, like, what to do. So, like, it hasn't been like I've been all by myself doing these things. Like, they trust me, and, like, I trust my team. And so I think it's been just kind of, like, a really good experience for me to just come in and start. Because, yeah, it's true, like, not a lot of freshmen could come in and start. And so I've just been super blessed with that part. Okay. How about the position itself, playing the six, the holding mid, compared to where you've been in your soccer career, the adjustment to it, if there is adjustment at all? Yeah, just like changing the mindset. It's like instead of going, um, you know, more forward, getting more shots off than I usually do, just being able to be on the flip side. Like I think I'm more comfortable with it just knowing like how the offensive mindset works. So I think it's been easy to translate that over to defense, just knowing like what would I do if I was a forward? So being able to like go on the other end and just being able to stop those balls through or whatever. But. Someone, someone who's used to scoring a lot of goals or getting a lot of shots off, is it a step back in any way to think of a different position or a different responsibility? And, and do you miss the attacking part of it? Or do you simply say, it's a team thing, I embrace the role? No, I've definitely just embraced the role. Like I have so much faith and so much trust in Kayla and Sid up top that I know that they're going to get their job done. So if I know that they need me to play the six, you know, I'm going to step in and be the best six I can possibly be for the team. So. And what are some things that uh, any coach would tell you simply has to be top of mind when you play that position? Um, just be composed, like knowing that um, my position is, you know, under a lot of pressure. Like the middle is definitely like you have so much going on. So just being composed and, you know, just like trusting my instincts and just playing. Okay. Since you're linking with both the back line and the mids and forwards, how would you say both phases are going through three games? I think we're doing very well. Um, obviously, there's still things that we need to work on and keep progressing throughout the season. But I think we're doing a very well 
um, job just like you know connecting the back line to the midfield to the forward so I think it's been going good. Okay. How did being on the road for back-to-back-to-back games to open <laughs> the season ideally help this team going forward? Um, I think it just has given us more energy coming into this first home game just we're excited to finally be at Southfield in front of our crowd and so I think we're super excited I think we're going to surprise a lot of people this year. You're smiling right now because you get to finally play your first <laughs> Southfield game. Yeah I'm so excited just like being in front of everyone like I've never been able to experience playing in front of the Southfield crowd so it'll be really cool to be on the field instead of cheering on the outside of it. And bringing in the defending national champs who are number one in the country Stanford for your first ever game here at home that's quite the combination. No there's n- no better storyline that we I could have ever thought up like being able to play Stanford you know like they are the number one team in the nation like just being able to get them as my first home game like being able to play the first like ranked team in the nation like right off the get-go I think that's a really cool thing to do. Okay, what are a couple things you already know about Stanford the kind of game they'll bring you uh, on Thursday night? Um, they're a very talented team obviously they were the number one scoring team in the nation last year and so obviously our defense we're just gonna have to you know keep playing the way we've been playing make sure that everyone's getting covered but I think um, we'll be able to do a good job against them, so it'll be exciting. You want to respect them clearly, but you can't fear them. I think just like even our exhibition game playing against UCLA, like just seeing like number two team. Yeah. yeah, like we stuck with them the whole game. Like we could have honestly beat them. Like we had opportunities to score. Like I think just knowing that we're a good team, like we belong, you know, with like the best teams in the country. So just knowing that we are a good team, and yeah, we respect Stanford and stuff, but we're gonna we're here to beat them. Like we're not gonna let them just walk right on Southfield and take it away from us. So. How was it to be part of a brother-sister duo at BYU? (laughs) It's so cool. Like, when he first, like, talked to us about, oh, hey, like, I've been thinking about transferring to BYU, I was, like, all over that just because I'm like, Jesse, like, we could be at BYU together. And it's actually cool. We have a class together this first semester. So it's really cool to have him here just on campus together. So Will you be at each other's games as your careers uh, move along here? Oh, yeah. Never miss a game. Like, he's already been to every single game that we've had like they even like went to the UCLA game like surprised us in UCLA just yeah I'm super excited just being able to go watch him play obviously he has to redshirt this first year but after that just being able to go to each other's games and support each other so all right Liv great talking to you and great to have your BYU career finally underway yeah. here in Provo good luck against Stanford thank you Greg all right that is BYU freshman midfielder Olivia Wade we'll be hearing a lot more from her as her Cougar career unfolds no doubt Cougar pre-match live continues after this we're at Southfield and Provo on the new skin BYU Sports Network welcome back to Cougar pre-match live getting you ready for BYU women's soccer for more pre-match coverage here is the voice of the Cougars Greg Rubel Welcome back to Southfield in Provo, Utah. Beautiful night for soccer as Big Sports Weekend kicks off for BYU soccer and volleyball at home tonight behind us here in the Fieldhouse. West Virginia is taking on the BYU women's volleyball squad. And, of course, we have football at uh, Arizona Saturday night. Tomorrow, in between, Stanford Volleyball will be taking on BYU women's volleyball at the Fieldhouse just behind our venue here. Now, for the BYU women's soccer squad, the home opener presents as a high-profile, a marquee matchup as there could possibly be the defending national champions, the nation's top-ranked team, visiting the program that has led the nation in attendance for each of the last three years running. The Stanford Cardinal, 2-0, and on again that 24-game win streak. Not unbeaten streak, win streak. They haven't lost a game or drawn a game in more than a year. Their head coach, like BYU's Jen Rockwood, 
is one of the top ten winningest head coaches in college soccer. Third straight game in which Jen is taking on a coach with 300-plus wins. The coach of the Cardinal is Paul Ratcliffe. And I talked with Coach Ratcliffe a short time ago here in Provo about the uh, short list of coaches who have reached that milestone of 300-plus wins and how both programs' histories here tonight help make this evening's match uh, so special. Yeah, no, I've known Jen for many years. She's done an incredible job here at BYU, so I have a lot of respect for her and her program. So we're excited to compete against her, but it's always a tough match. Um, yeah, no, she's done an extraordinary job. Last time BYU and Stanford played, it was twice in the same season, a regular season and a postseason match back in 15. That's right, yeah. No, and they had a very, very good squad back then. I remember that. Ashley yeah. Hatch and others. Yeah, yeah. Some, some really talented players have come out of this BYU program, and I credit Jen with a lot of that. When you're on a 24-game win streak, which is, if not unprecedented, very unusual in this game, what do you put it all down to? It's, after, after a while, it's, it's, it becomes pretty incredible. Yeah, honestly, I don't think too much about it. Um, we take it game by game, day by day, and we, you know, today is going to be a big test for us, so we got to be prepared and get after it. But we're definitely not looking back and saying, hey, we've been on a great run. We've got to look forward and say, how are we going to do today? And our preparation has to be strong to, to perform well. Not your first exposure to Southfield. No, I know it's a great atmosphere here. The, the fan base is extraordinary, so we're expecting a good crowd. And uh, it's a tough environment for our young players to deal with, so hopefully they'll learn from this process and, and uh, grow. How do you like the, the way your 2-0 start has unfolded for the side? Yeah, the team's still trying to find their identity. We're, uh, we've had a couple good games, but we still have a lot to improve on, and uh, hopefully tonight we'll continue to to move forward and get a little bit better but I think this is this will be our biggest test so far so I'm looking forward to the match because of call-ups whether for U20 World Cup or U.S. Senior National Team you haven't been really a complete team yet you will be at some point these are the things you deal with but uh, I guess on the positive side it means uh, the talent is there to where your, your players are wanted and then the other side is you try and get chemistry as quickly as you can yeah, and that's the biggest thing I'm looking for right now, finding the right partnerships on the field, getting that chemistry right. Uh, we've had the U20 players just back for a little while now and trying to train them and integrate them into the group. So they're starting to come together, but it's still a work in progress. But I'm excited to see what uh, what happens. How nice was it to have a lot of your backliners playing together in France at the World Cup, U20? Yeah, that was fantastic. I didn't, I, I didn't know that would occur, but it was nice to see. I think there were three of them in the back line, which was extraordinary. Um, so hopefully they have that chemistry already, and then they can bring it forward with our group. Soccer fans have known the name Sophia Smith for quite a while. Now we finally get to see her at the collegiate level. Everything you expected she'd be? Absolutely. Sophia has been incredible, um, very dynamic forward, scores goals, great at finishing. Um, but overall, just a, and a great person. So I've really enjoyed coaching her, and uh, I think she has a really bright future. For someone that young to have already gotten exposure with the senior national team, just how rare a thing is that? Yeah, it's very rare, but she's one of those rare players that comes along you know, every decade or so. Um, so I'm very fortunate to get the opportunity to coach her, and uh, I know the fans are going to love watching her play. Kelly O'Hara and Kristen Press would be just up the road, maybe have come to the game tonight, but they're with the senior national team uh, on duty. Otherwise, he might have had a few few more Cardinal in the stands tonight. Yeah, no, I have a few former players here. Nicole Barnhart's here. I just saw her coming in on the bus. We saw her and waved to her. Um, so, and then Mariah Nagara um, from the past is coming to, to play. Uh, Mariah Bullock now, she's married. But, uh, yeah, it's nice to have them come out and support the team. And uh, great to see them go on and have great careers. Okay, now that you have a second national championship, was the second as enjoyable as the first? Uh, how do you compare the two? 
Yeah, the second is less stressful. The first one, I think you're just trying to prove that you can do it. Um, the second one, you're trying to legitimize what you're doing over the years. So the, the second one was more enjoyable. But um, it's always special, you know, every year, regardless of winning a national championship. They're all special years, the relationships you create with all the players. And then all these games, the, the journey is just truly remarkable for all the student-athletes and the coaches. Okay, finally, uh, BYU's finally home after a, a three-straight road game uh, opening to the season at 1-1-1. and What do you expect out of Jen and her side tonight? Yeah, when I watch video on them, they're a very good team. I think, um, you know, their record does not speak to how good they are from what I saw. So I'm expecting a really um, difficult match, and I think they'll be well-organized, and they're always committed and hardworking, and they have a few really good players, young players. So I'm expecting a good good game for sure. Coach Ratcliffe, thanks for your time, and welcome to Southfield. All right, thank you so much. All right, that's Stanford head coach Paul Ratcliffe. Let's now hear the remainder of our national anthem. Time now for tonight's Wilner and O'Reilly Laws of the Game feature brought to you by Wilner and O'Reilly. Immigration solutions in Utah and abroad at wilneroreilly.com. And here's tonight's rules question. All opponents shall be a minimum of how many yards from the touchline when a throw-in is attempted. The answer coming up next, as well as tonight's starting lineups and the opening kick. As Cougar Pre-Match Live continues in a moment, live from Southfield, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pre-Match Live, getting you ready for BYU women's soccer. For more pre-match coverage, here is the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so back at Southfield here in Provo, Utah, BYU and Stanford coming up, starting lineup straight ahead. First up, the answer in tonight's soccer rules question in Wilner and O'Reilly's Laws of the Game segment. And here's tonight's rules question. All opponents shall be a minimum of how many yards from the touchline when a throw-in is attempted. And according to NCAA rule 15.2.3, all opponents shall be a minimum of two yards from the touchline when a throw-in is attempted. That's Laws of the Game brought to you by Wilner and O'Reilly. And this is BYU Women's Soccer on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. <laughs> 